you are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network one of us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions we do accept pitches for audio based or banner ads but on a case-by-case basis if you're interested in that contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at $2, $5, $10, or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. Hello, this is Bradley Martin with the Screener Squad, and we're talking about Attack on Titan, final season, part two of Question Mark? This debuted on Crunchyroll, and I believe Funimation also has an English dub showing of it, and they've combined forces under Sony, so check out this final season, part two. Aaron Yeager has decided to speak with Zeke. And hold hands with him, but to what end? Zeke wants to make sure that the LDN Empire no longer can have babies, bastard. And why does Aaron want to side with Zeke in this endeavor? Or does he? The rumbling in the world is at stake. We're going to be talking about this, Attack on Titan final season, with me. The head of the Jaegerist fan club, Doggett, is with us. Jaegerist Doggett. And a clever, wonderful, witty woman, Gina, is with us, who toined the pun, Mikasa Sukasa. Yes, how do you hold your neighbors? Pat's a pending. <laughs> and we got the uh, titan of excellence with us, coming from sequels. The wonderful Shaq is with us today. Aaron Yeager did nothing wrong. Wow. Yes, fuck yeah. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> we just wasted no time. He said, I'm shooting up all the clubs. It's okay, now or I'm never, Shaq. <laughs> I'm having all the kids out here. Listen, I'm here for straight negativity from Aaron. That's all I need from the boy. <laughs> we spent three seasons of watching him getting the shit kicked out of him and losing... And he just had the biggest come up of the last decade. This whole season, like, no, he's had a lot of victories. It's just him finding new ways to flex on everybody. So I'm going to be the gene of this group. I think Aaron Yeager's an asshole. But this war-torn orphan who watched his entire family get killed, some of it he was involved in, some of it he wasn't, is just trying to keep things safe for his island. I believe that's his motivation in this season we see aaron actually dig a little bit deeper into his powers and we find out this alleged naive boy might just be a mastermind what did you all think of though we, we got shacks being on this what the rest do you think of aaron yeager's transformation into an antagonist i think the term is anti-hero brother <laughs> <laughs> This is the most anti-anti-hero I've ever seen. Okay, so I gotta say this clear. Even though I said Aaron did nothing wrong, he's still evil as shit. Like, <laughs> like I am here to see how far it goes, but like, yeah, the things that happen in here that show that he's kind of 
playing a bigger part in this whole situation than most people realize. I had to sit there both like, he got to get this man out of here, but also that's the coolest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> you got you to gotta respect the swagger. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Well, he's appointed as the head of the cult of Aaron Yegaris, as they're called, by a floch who is the, is it safe to say, douchebag antagonist of part two? Yes. Floch Forster, this guy's a real prick. Everybody, everybody who's got that bowl cut aside from like Armin is a total <laughs> asshole. He's given the uh, pretty much king of a movement, <laughs> pun intended, and he full on is like, "All right, then, I am the ruler of this movement of Yegaris. Let's change the world." We did find out where the Titans came from. For real, no bullshit, no history revisionist. We finally find out who Ymir is, pretty much a slave to the king and treated as such. What did you guys think of that reveal and how Aaron relates to it? Wow. I feel like you're asking me to write like a 10 page essay, but it, like I took too long, <laughs> you know, I partied too hard this weekend. Now I got to like sound smart as fuck. But like <laughs> this show, Attack on Titan, reminds me a lot actually of like raised by wolves with how they present the conundrums and challenges and i'm saying that sarcastically because there's always a clusterfuck of like philosophical conflict in this show just like that show and i feel like understanding where the titans came from even it just made everything like harder like you cannot take sides really in this show which is cool but it's also just like how are you guys going to actually write yourselves an ending structurally within this format of a TV show when you constantly keep making it so nuanced, right? Because we see Ymir as a slave and then she becomes a servant to a warlord who is basically, you know, an allegory for fascism, if we're going to be honest, you know what yeah. I mean? And then, 100% yeah, right. so it's just like, but it's like, girl, you're a fucking titan. You know, like, do you lack that much self-esteem? Do you lack that much conviction? But it also speaks to what slavery, and as a black person, we know, what slavery can do to you psychologically. <laughs> For real, it will break you to the point where you will serve the person who is holding you captive. And so I think it really speaks volumes to when we look at Aaron's motivations and, like, all of his behaviors. We're like, yeah, he's evil, he's an asshole. But then again, he's really just repeating the cycle, which ironically makes me dislike him because you would think he's a later generation. He knew it. He saw the history and you think he would have did something different. So it's more so like I feel like my dislike for Aaron is more so my dislike for seeing in the real world is that we know history. We've seen it. And yet we all just act complacent with it. Right. We're like Aaron. We're like we we dis we detach ourselves emotionally. We justify literally genocide because we grew up in a violent culture. And then it's like, well, you know, he's evil, but, and it's like, I hear people talking about it. I'm like, this motherfucker about to kill people. <laughs> he about to kill whole ass kids and families. Like how his mama was snatched up and ate. Bitch said, I'm a snack. That Titan said, bitch, say less. You know what I mean? But is Aaron truly evil? Is somebody truly evil if he asks a woman for their opinion? He held that girl and just said, what do you want? Well, actually, don't you just want to kill everybody? Oh, and that look on that, when they finally show her face, when they draw somebody looking either pissed or menacing, it's effective. Yeah, it's, I uh, agree with that. The artwork is always very effective. Even in the still work where you see someone angry, it is 
twisted. Now we learn more about Grisha. That's Aaron's father. We see him from his day to day. I got the impression of this guy's kind of a scholar, not really a doer. Who's manipulating this person? No spoilers, but we find out who was manipulating Grisha all along. What'd you guys think of that? With oh, yeah. Timey wimeyness. <laughs> That was amazing. That was one. Of the, that was that was that was that tie, that's tied up with him talking to a uh, Reiner in the that first part. Literally, the moment like I remember this, like where I went from. Oh, Aaron is like, he, he, like he's still kind of messed up, but like I still kind of find him the good guy. But the reveal of like what happens in that situation, I said, "Oh no, this man's a demon." <laughs> it's like every that was my favorite episode. Devil, of this <laughs> Listen, this is a this should be a definite lesson to any of you men out there who keep leaving your kids and not taking care of them. They're gonna come back for that ass. One way or another. And that's why I love this show. Because when I saw that reveal, I said, Oh, he said checkmate, bitch. Like this is not a game. He said, You thought I can see into the future. What? Like that whole reveal just made me be like, I guess I really have to forgive my hatred for Gabby. Maybe. Oh, absolutely Maybe. not. No, 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 no. <laughs> Let me pause there. It's still no matter Gabby's what, just a kid. I still fuck Gabby all day, every day. <laughs> fuck that. Bitch. I hate that. You, but you have to. <laughs> you have to admit she's a she's a great every, shot. You have to admit that every much. Every episode, I am just praying for her downfall, her death. No matter what, <laughs> suffering, just something. And every time they keep taking it away from me. I spent like I spent so much time. You, I caught up to you guys like way late because I started like right when part two started. I hadn't seen like half of season two, so I blitzed through like uh, yeah two seasons and a half. Oh, you oh wow! And so that whole thing with Gabby because what she did in part one happened to my favorite character, and I, from then on I'm like blood feud. No matter what, there is nothing <laughs> you can do to redeem this character to me because I just want her to die, and they keep not doing it and they keep finding reasons for me to be pissed off at her fuck her you might have to accept she's gonna be the hero of part I, three i'm gonna say yeah gabby is gonna be the hero <laughs> gabby is going to be the hero she's gonna pull that trick shot off again and she's gonna be like i thought i told you the first time it was it was she's the one with the magic bullets i'm convinced she shot jfk no she's like kevin durant in the fourth from the arc that's a clean shot every time from gabby <laughs> Reiner in the original was it four there was four of them that infiltrated paradise mm. this is like spoilers for season three like five years ago they at least Reiner is burdening and shouldering we'll say the creation of Aaron he feels that it's his fault it is his fault it is Okay, Doggett and Shaq, it is his fault. They're throwing it down. His best redemption is letting somebody eat him at this point. <laughs> Damn. Now, I relate to most the most to Armin, not because of intelligence, not because I look incredibly handsome. Because your best friend's evil? Not because my best friend is the devil himself. <laughs> but I will say, this show has done a fantastic job of people like me going, well, can't everybody just get along? And the world saying, you know, that's a bullshit ideal, right? You know that just saying that doesn't help anybody, right? Do you think Armin has broken out of that behavior? Oh, he's still in it. That's just, that's his major personality trait. Yeah, I agree. I actually... It's the best thing about him, though. I think 
Well, in regards to Reiner, because I kind of want to go back to that character, because I think Reiner gets unfairly shattered okay. on. Every core needs a Martin. That's true. Um, I feel like Reiner and Aaron are two sides, like two different sides of the same coin. And like, although, yeah, with Annie and the rest of them trying to infiltrate and get the founding titan, at the end of the day, like, I much have rather the rumbling not be something in everyone's future and kind of just figure out a way for this to just peter out. Because that's the thing. It's like it naturally was going to evolve into something else anyway, as human conflict always does. Like nothing is ever permanent, no matter how depressing it feels like it's going to be. So, like, Reiner was just playing his role, just like everybody else is. And that's one thing I do like about this show is just, like, he is an asshole. No, I don't like him. I, if he died, I really wouldn't give a shit. But I wouldn't – I feel like, actually, Reiner is the lesser of two evils when it comes to the options of what really we're, we're looking at here. Because Aaron is just – that that poor boy is gone. And when it comes to uh, – I'm going to call him Amir, but I'm pretty sure that's not his name. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I keep messing up his name, but I feel like the season three, that's going to be his character arc is like everyone does think that he's just going to be like ride or die. Like that's the real simp if we're going to talk about it, not Mikasa is that dude. So it's like, I feel like that bromance is going to be dead because everybody has to grow up and everybody, the whole point of this show is like developing, you know, are you going to develop your own path and stand up for your own ideals? You know what I mean? Are you going to keep following all these other people like that's very much a big theme in the show so i feel like he'll be one of those characters who it's either him or gabby are going to be part of the downfall of like why aaron does not reach the rest of the world because i can tell you right now aaron going he ain't gonna reach the rest of the world it ain't happening. i want to i want to believe you it's not you. you have to remember it's not aaron beat the shit out of yeah, him i was gonna say beat the shit out of him and then he was like aaron might have a plan guys <laughs> the bromance is over because he whooped the shit out of that boy <laughs> and it was so hard to watch, at least for me. Yeah, you were in the it's... army for years. Army didn't you pick up anything. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I feel like that ass. <laughs> it's just been good. It's been a good. Friend. I don't know. He also lied to Mikasa. Like Aaron is an un- is the epitome of an unreliable narrator. So I feel like Aaron's yeah. mental and emotional state is so. It's like bipolar. If she had like five kids, like I just don't understand like where you're going, sir. But sure, why not? But with Armin, I feel like that moment is, like I said, it's going to be a turn, a growing point, because it's going to, he's going to have conflict, inner conflict, regardless of how he feels about the situation. And since he isn't for what Aaron's doing, and he just told somebody to whoop your ass, there's no real loyalty to be had there anymore. So it's like, he has yeah. to make a decision, like I said, whether he's going to follow his own path and his own ideals and just be like, fuck it. If you don't like how I feel, I'm going to use my trauma. And everybody else using their trauma. You know what I mean? Like to justify their, their change in behavior. So I might as well just use this trauma of somebody who I blindly followed for so long doing something that I vehemently like disagree with. And that's what I'm saying. Don't underestimate Armin, bro. Don't see them quiet kids. That's what happened. That's what happened. Y'all kept fucking with them quiet kids. <laughs> and they showed the fuck up. And everybody was like, oh my God, like, why are they so violent? Mm, Armin's probably a Virgo. And Virgos are also like, the second number <laughs> astrology sign. Apart from Sagittarius, they're serial killers. Yeah. Don't mess with us. Okay? Like, 
<laughs> Armin got to go. I, I hope Armin goes off with you. I hope him. I really do. Well, yeah. Armin has like the second most powerful titan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Colossal yeah, titan kind of power. Does. Yeah. And he does, he's only used it once. Imagine, true. If, if, like, imagine if in like a massive changing character that Armin started doing some shit like Levi, where he started doing like some cyclone with his fucking blades and shit. Yo, that would be crazy. It, that, that, how, did, did you guys miss Levi? Like this entire like this one. Yeah, I miss Levi. Armin. Levi brings a lot of comedy comedy gold to this dreary show, and maybe it's not supposed to be com- comedic, but just his out of place. Look, I'm good at killing, and that's it. Sam needs to kill something. <laughs> he is the coolest character. He is the coolest character. His absence was very much like felt this season. He's there a little bit, and like the little bits he has are great. But again, it's just he's he's indisposed. The way he is, is he's indisposed for most of it. So I understand why. But that I'm I'm waiting for that last season comeback, essentially. So let's carry that into our final thoughts. Doggett, will you start, please? Rumbling, rumbling. That was a great. That was a great uh, opening song, by the way. Bradley, right in like the Peacemaker song, just skips it every time. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Wait, do you also skip Peacemaker? What the fuck is wrong with you, man? <laughs> no, I, I love this show. I've been watching it since it, the first season was on Netflix all the way back in 2013. And we've been getting scattershot seasons ever since then. Every time, it's always the same thing, which is, wow, this is a great opening. I fucking hate this show in the middle of the season. <laughs> because some, 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 some really fucked up shit's happening and it's traumatizing me. And then by the end of the season, I fucking love this show. And that's and and with season four, they turn it around in which they put up we've seen grow up the last ten years are put into these situations where I was like they might die. These characters that I've been loving for ten years, ten years guys, might die. And when the first one died in part one, I I've never recovered. I've been that's why I've been like Shaq, fuck Gabby, twenty twenty four. I I love the show so much. There's the show makes me feel so many emotions. If it can make me root for a piece of shit like Aaron, then what what does what that what, I, I mean, maybe that says more about my personality than anything else, but I, I also think it shows how great the show is. For that, I, I gotta give this, like... Wait, no, fuck that! Part two? It's not the... Oh, I, was, I, I, was, I forgot to say this, nobody in the review. Uh, for the last two years bradley's been saying cash grab cash grab they aren't gonna end the season they aren't gonna end this in part two there's gonna be there's gonna be six parts they're just gonna stretch it out it's like bradley they're not gonna do that part two is the last season we're gonna enjoy this we're gonna review it you're gonna see and then the day of the season finale what do i see on the crunchy world crunchy crunchy i can't even say it and it's part three 2023 and I was livid. I it knocked down two points of the show for me. So because of, for that, I can only give this eight out of ten missing Levi's. That's still a great score. Gina, your review, please. Mikasa um, Sukasa. This show, I've grown. I don't know. This show reminds me of, of like dating straight men. It's not something I really enjoy doing, but somehow I keep going back to it and I don't know why. You know what I mean? So at this point in my life, like this show has made me, I don't 
know, this show is just so crazy, so nuts. And I, I keep re-watching it and re-watching it and re-watching like from season one to now just to be able to understand and just really let it sit in, which is why I, I, w- I was like dogging when I found out. But then after seeing like the last episode and the animation and the time, the story arc and the philosophies and all the writing that goes into this, it's just nothing but like respect for the creators of the show. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mind waiting another year. Like I am a full on Attack on Titan fan. I think it was like my coming out party that I'm like, really bi instead of a lesbian now because it's just like oh my god like I love penis you know what I mean it's what are you gonna do kill me you know what I mean so it's like at this point I'm I'm on this train until the train stops but just the animation the writing alone and the character arc and just all the work they put into it it's just it's nothing but respect and I do appreciate the fact that they're able to touch on so many heavy topics but I'm not depressed when I'm done watching this show, which is a testament to itself. Because like I said, this last episode, I feel like I was watching a horror movie. All in all, like, even though there is a clear solution, which would be killing Aaron technically and all this, we could avoid all this because nobody would have powers. But, um, you know, that's the easy solution. And I, I still want to see where this goes. And I never read the manga, so I don't know how close to the manga this show is. But I, I feel like it stands so well on its own that I don't, me personally, since I don't, I probably don't care. So um, this season, I will say, was a lot better than season two. Season two is still my least favorite season out of all of these, uh, just because it's just paced better. So my rating would be nine out of ten times I called Aaron Hitler. So, God damn. <laughs> let's be real. The, the allegory is clear, but yeah, let's, you know. Yeah. All right. Shaq. Uh, this show, I feel like the way I feel about it is almost like the opposite of how I feel about Game of, like the last season of Game of Thrones, where the way that per- that show progressed. It like the care like the decisions made sense, but like the way they got there was garbage. And this one is just genuinely I'm more excited to see how the fuck this shit is gonna end because the scales they they keep somehow finding a way to escalate in their final moments of like how the fuck is this gonna wrap up and I'm just there for the whole ride. Um like you guys mentioned the animation is gorgeous. Some of the most like stunning shit I've seen in a long time. Um the characters, like, the, and I think the also the other thing about these, the things that I mentioned, like the payoffs or whatever, is that they all make sense. Like, everything that they build up is stuff that they've been teasing since the beginning, and you can go, okay, that makes sense. It's not like a character's decision out of nowhere. This is always here. We just didn't know about it because they didn't decide to reveal it to us. Um, I Yeah, I was also annoyed that they were like, hey, this is a part, like, there's going to be a part three. But then in, like, the last, like, couple episodes, I was like, there's no way they're ending this like this. Like, it feels like there's too much story left that I don't know about because I didn't read the manga either. I was assuming it was going to be, like, wrapped up in a movie, but another season, that's cool, whatever, that's fine. Um, I'm here for it. I'm here with it. Fuck Gabby. Uh, Aaron, (laughs) you're a demon. I kind of like you, but I still, I really shouldn't because you're a fucking psychopath who's going to destroy the world. Um... (laughs) Yeah, I gotta give this just nine fucking bottles of Marley and wine. 
Yes. Oh, I like Ooh. that rating. We okay. said that Shaq for some reason I want to start singing the little Hitler song from uh, Robot Chicken. Yeah, little Hitler. Yeah. Little, little Hitler. <laughs> All right. So for me, I agree with a lot of you actually. This season's climax a little disappointing. You know, you have a Titan on the run in the first season and no one knows what it wants or what it's doing other than it's going to kill everybody and Mikasa and Levi team up to stop it. Amazing. This big climax, I sure hope we can get on a boat, guys. And it's a little little low stakes. But the overall storytelling of what's coming, I thought they sold very well. I have read the manga and honestly, I'm very excited to see what they keep from that finale, what they decide to go with what works, if they are going to change it up. I mean, I'm from an anime viewing time, guys, when seasons would end and we'd be left with, I guess we'll wait for the next one. And the studios would be like, there's no next one. We're finished. When Bradley was a kid, Vegeta's hair was brown. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. I feel manipulated, just like with fucking Vin Diesel every time he's like, Wallace Rudd. Like, we, we know it's not Vin. Stop it. It's never going to be Brie Larson and Fast 10. Oh, my God. <laughs> really mad that the pace has slowed way down. And I'm calling it, this is going to be five parts. They're going to slow it down even oh. further because this cash cow is huge. Everybody loves this show. Gabby is who she is. I'm not going to say fuck Gabby because she's just a kid. <laughs> but I am going to give this. this. This is the only child that I've ever advocated violence for is Gabby. <laughs> Everyone, children are the future. She's not. Wow. How do you say you're black without saying you're black? <laughs> fuck these kids. <laughs> Come on, Shaq. Damn. Lil Smith gets canceled over a slap, but Gabby gets to shoot Sasha and she just walks, she away. walks away. Like ain't shit happened. They're like, oh, she's one of the she's a soldier. Fuck that. <laughs> um, I'll go with seven out of ten. Perfect shots from Gabby yes! during a climactic <laughs> moment. But, but in all honesty, guys, I would really like to formally nominate uh, Aaron Yeager for Black Air Force One Ru- Yo, Mount Rushmore Air nomination. Force energy, the most Black Air Force <laughs> One energy. <laughs> <laughs> 